Well, we're here, dude. Yeah, we are here. Itai. Yeah. What's up, brother? Um, you know, I'm out here on a podcast. You know, it's yeah. the first time I've ever been on a podcast. No kidding. Yeah, it's the first time. Are you excited? I'm kind. I'm kind. I'm kind of excited. What does yeah. it feel like? For it feels a first like. If, uh, I don't know. It kind of feels like. Um, it makes me. It makes me feel kind of important. But I don't know. It's just. It's just your podcast, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You should feel important. Yeah. Coming out today with the. Uh, I don't know what the fuck it's called. I'm not Jewish. Well, this is a this is a menorah. A menorah or a Hanukkah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to represent right now. You know, it's a hard time for some Jews. Some of them deserve it. I'm not gonna say who, <laughs> but uh, but for the ones that don't deserve it, you know, I'm here to represent. <laughs> who are the ones that deserve it? I don't like Zionists, dude. Okay, that's I don't, fair. I don't like Zionists. Some of them are in my family. You know, uh, no like my whole dad's side of the family. Uh, it's it's really hard. I think if you uh lived through, like, a European Jewish purge at the turn of the century to then not support Israel. But what frustrates me is these people can't see the connection that we're, like, doing the exact same thing. Mm. That was They just don't. They can't. Like, my grandpa, like, he, he can't see it, and it's very frustrating. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know too much about what's going on. It's so I, don't com- I mean, it is, it, it is complicated, but not for the reasons everyone says it is. Like, oh, you know, who's in the wrong? I'm like, well, well Hamas sucks, but Israel, I think... Is more in the wrong, but it's complex because they're ju- they're just a satellite extension of the U.S. Right. So I don't. I think it's weird to like pretend that it's like this this foreign body. Like, yeah, it's a foreign country, but it's essentially a U.S. colony if you look at the history of how it was founded. I don't know. I'm not here to. <laughs> I'm not here. I don't know. Are we are talking? Are we talking the war? Is we that can talk whatever? We, yeah, we, talk we can talk whatever, whatever we want. Okay. Dude. Yeah. I mean, we could. I don't know how funny that is. I don't know who wants to hear that. <laughs> you know, of all the people, all the people dying. Mm. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. This war, technically, for the land has been going on for thousands of years, right? Yeah, it, it has. But, like, we... Like, basically, after the Holocaust, the UN got together and said, like, because of the Holocaust, there needs to be a Jewish state. Like, fair enough. But then we we displaced a lot of people to settle in Israel. Because, oh, like, see. oh, historically, we were there. It's like, yeah, historically, thousands of years ago, we were there. But now these other people are there. And, uh... It's just what it is, is it's a blood feud that got conflated with race and religion. Mm. Like the race and the religion gets conflated because, you know, we're killing each other and we're we're different religions. But really, it's it's just about the land and you killed my brothers and I'm going to kill you. And it just goes on forever. It's going to go on forever. Forever. Because yeah. the fact is, is that, you know, people are kids are seeing their cousins, their sisters or brothers die. And yeah. it's just going to create for it more. Just, it just it just loops terrorism. around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's hard. I, I just got to laugh at it. I don't know. Everything's stupid. Yeah. Everything is stupid. Yeah. Everything is stupid. everything's fake. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. Do you watch like the media and stuff like that? Not really. No. You know, I used to be really into I used to be really into film and TV, but I'm just like so disillusioned. With with Hollywood, not, not not just in like oh I don't want to support them ethically, but just like I want to see something new, and you're not showing me anything new, so like Absolutely. I'm gonna go somewhere else. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. And how, so how long have you been doing comedy then? This has been the second year. It's gonna be the end of my second year of performing stand up. I wrote comedy my whole life. It's what I went to school for. Right, you went to uh, NYU Tisch. School I did. Of Tisch. Yeah, I mean, I went to Tisch. Yeah, I was there. That was, and you're originally from New York. Yeah, sort of. I was born in New York. I grew up a little bit in New Jersey, going there on the weekends. But for most of my life, I was here. In L.A.? In L.A., in the Valley. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was film something you always wanted to do? Yeah, I mean, I was just I was just obsessed with film and right. the canon. I think it was like an obsessive-compulsive thing. I was like, oh, you know, there's this canon of all the great films, and I, I've got to watch them. I had Netflix back when it was like a DVD. 
right. subscription. I was trying to watch everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get to college. I thought everyone was going to be like, you know, hardcore, like film fans. I'm like, oh, you know, let's talk about like Fritz Lang or whatever. But right. everyone's influences were just like, like Smosh or whatever. And, I, and like, if that's what people like, that's what people like. But I, what I'm realizing is that the audience that wants to be challenged is not, they're not the people going to the movies. Right. It's two completely different audiences. And maybe Agreed. that's okay. I don't know. Fuck, no. fuck Hollywood. I don't know. Yeah. It, well, that I mean, that's changed. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't even, honestly, I don't even watch film anymore. And I was a huge film guy. Yeah. Like, that's what I, I got I'm into. I was doing it for it. eight years of my life. I binge I mean? it. I binge it at the end of the year just to be part of the conversation. I have not seen anything. Same here. Not a single thing. Same here. I haven't. Yeah. And Scorsese is my favorite director. I have yeah. not seen Killers of the Flower Moon I haven't yet. seen it yet either. Which I hear is a great movie, but it's just like I hear it's solid. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like um, I feel like he tends to repeat himself. Like I like Scorsese has some of the greatest films ever made, but he is also a Hollywood director through and through. And I think sometimes he gets too attached to the spectacle of the big stars and and the mm. epic. Like like his like The Departed to me is just like he's Scorsese is doing Scorsese. Like this is a right. this is a soap opera. Like I am not interested in this. None of the raw reality of like Taxi Driver is in there. Like I've none of the weirder. I don't know, but like I love, I love Silence. I think that was probably yes. his last great film. And Silence right, was amazing, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's probably the I, last great film he's gonna make. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. And not, and again, but and it is, it shows too that those people aren't watching that kind of stuff. No one gives a fuck about right? it. But yeah, that is literally one of the I best films. I, mean, I know that he was almost a priest before he became a filmmaker. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He made The Last Temptation of Christ, right. which was a huge inspiration yeah. to me. So I was like, whatever. You know, now he's talking about whatever other people. Don't give a fuck about it. They're like, where's Leo? You know, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What are your favorite movies? Fuck. Uh, I love Camera Person. That's a pretty great documentary. I okay. love uh, The Shining, Seventh Seal. I, 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 I don't know. You are a film buff. Yeah, I mean, I I wasted my life with this shit, dude. <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm almost moving on. You know, the thing about autistic people is they'll get like a special interest. I feel like film is almost like my old special interest. Like, oh yeah, I remember when I liked film. It takes yeah. it takes so much to like wow me. And I'm not trying. I'm not trying to sound cool. It sucks. No, I, being I'm, so jaded. I want to go. I'm right there with you, bro. And see everything and and love it. And I just can't. I'm right there with yeah. you, dude. Like it, it just I, I get lost. I get bored yeah, now when I watch sure. it. Honestly. Do you watch? You're in a relationship, right? Yeah. Do you watch shit with your girlfriend? Uh, we will, but now it's more just like the Liam Neeson movies. You know what I mean? We've been on this Liam Brothers Neeson kick. I mean, he, he can make dumb shit watchable. I'll give him that. Dude, it, yeah. it, it's great. And he's the king of that. I mean, it's the same thing too, right? The movies that he picks is always the same. He's a father who's loving. And I, he's think gonna... that, I think that after Taken, he realized that he could sort of have a second career high playing yes. like these, less just like sort of like old school, yep. like masculine, older, like action. And he's just been leaning into that. And yep. like, I can't fault like dude's dude's trying to make a living. He's making bank. Like congrats, he's bank, but he's dude. yeah, absolutely. But he he hasn't been doing anything interesting. I mean, the last great thing he was in was probably Silence, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Silence uh, only it. movie you got to see. Everything else, <laughs> fuck it, dude. <laughs> uh, well, if you guys didn't notice, I can't believe it took me this long to bring it up. Almost five five minutes into the podcast. Oh, we've been but recording this whole time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> swag. What's up, guys? What's up? Uh, but Etai has. Autism, uh, just like yeah, you said, dude. Yeah, yeah if dude. you guys couldn't tell. Oh my god, yeah, if you couldn't tell by the, the outfit. <laughs> so what, like, educate me here, dude. I don't know a lot about autism. What are their different Yeah, I mean, they keep, they keep changing the words. The, the, but the way it works now is there's one, two, and three. I have okay. a joke about it that got like three million views. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but uh, if we're actually talking like the science, essentially it's just levels of support. Like, like we all miss cues. Social cues, we all stick to our routine. 
uh, stuff like that, different levels of anxiety. Like if you're a level three, you need constant support. Maybe you can't like use the toilet or whatever. I see. Maybe you 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 obviously can't have a day job. And then like, uh, I th- I feel like I I'm down at level one. What used to be called Aspergers. I think that no one could really tell until they talked to me for like a little bit. Like if you like at a glance, right. like I'm, I'm going like like the like. 7-Eleven or whatever is like, you know, give me a Red Bull. It's cool. Thanks. Leave. No one knows. But if like, okay, let's sit down and talk about film within like 30 seconds. You're like, something's off with this guy. <laughs> Some, I don't know what it is, but like s- something, you know? <laughs> when were you diagnosed? Uh, you know, I, I was never formally diagnosed with autism. I was formally diagnosed with OCD as a kid, which has a lot of overlap. Uh, really? There's very, yeah, there's very often okay. comorbidity because the, the rigidity with the schedule and uh, the interests and the routine – it's often they're misdiagnosed as the same thing, but my older brother is like, he's not funny. He's just regular autistic. <laughs> and he got the, he got the diagnosis. And basically I just had such a, like a shitty social life growing up. And so many people were telling me I was autistic that in college, I was like, okay, I, I am diagnosed with OCD. My brother's autistic. All of my teachers are telling me I'm autistic. I must be. Like, yeah. I, I just, I must be. So like, okay, fine. I guess that is what it is. You said, uh, Rid, rid, the rigidness of the scheduling. Oh, dude! Like if I if I can't go for like my my run, I, like I will I will lose it. Dude. Oh wow! Like my entire schedule is like so tight. I really will wake up. I mean, like I'll wake up and I'll eat like three cans of like all I, all I eat are like beans and rice. <laughs> I don't even like beans and rice. It's just I I don't eat animals. I'm a vegetarian because I think they're cute, but I can't eat vegetables because I'm picky and autistic. So right. beans, you know, I'm at Trader Joe's <laughs> with like eight bags of beans. They're like, you really must love beans. And I was like, no, dude, that's just what's my life. Well, uh, at least we know beans. that your bowels are good. Oh yeah, dude. I'd be fiber. taking, I'd be taking those big dumps, the bean dumps. Yeah. This is what everyone wants to hear on the podcast. Yeah, right? Exactly. Hear about my, I do. My shitting habits. Yeah. That's why I brought you here. Fuck okay, the comedy. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what we're, that's what we're here for. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you something. Okay. Why yeah. usually like the comedians like become a comic, a comic, you know, get grounded and like then they start the podcast. But you started the podcast. You've only been doing this for like six months. Mm-hmm. So why 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 the, why is that? Uh, why did I start the podcast? Why did you start the podcast well, before you kind of like made it made it? Well, basically, it was just a, a way for me to learn from uh-huh. open micers that I enjoy watching. Sure. Right. Because. Uh, f- f- the first month of starting off, I had no like roadmap, and I don't think right. anyone has, right? No, I, and think, I think people think they do, and then realize they exactly, don't. Yeah. right? And then, but at, at like at that first month, I was just like, well, obviously comedy doesn't pay. It's going to take years to make a living off this. Like, oh, what yeah. can I do now to kind of get myself out there? You know what I mean? And it was more so that I had the skills of the filmmaking side. Right. So it was I kind of used it as an incentive for comedians to come on and I can give them cool reels. Right. And do you think that's been working? Absolutely, yeah. bro. Like, honestly, like if I haven't because what, what's great about it is if I'm struggling with something. Sure. I mean, I could just make friends here. But if I'm struggling yeah. with something, I'll do a podcast with someone who I know that could maybe lead me to an answer to the, what my problem is. Right. Like. An example would be like writing, sure. right? Like one of my first episodes, uh, one of my first handful of episodes, I think Evan Warner came on because yeah, his dude, writing he's, is- Yeah, he's fucking cool dude, as fuck, dude. His writing is immaculate. Yeah. It is so good. Evan's cool. You know what I mean? So I had him, him on the podcast, that, and he was very nice to me when I, my first week mm-hmm. doing stand-up. He's very welcoming, telling me what spots to go to. That's funny, but, you know, when I go to his mic at the Ha Ha, he can be, he can be ruthless, dude. Dude. But like, I, I like it. Like, I love I, it. I go, I go to the Ha Ha, like someone- Something about the haha. I don't know if it's all Evan and Evan. If you're listening to this, I fucking love you. But like he will, 
like just tear someone down Dude. and then we'll all join in on it and it's just <laughs> I don't know it's like contagious but it's great because the way he does it I don't it doesn't feel like it's coming from a bad place you know what I mean like when I fucking roast someone mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like I'm very mean about it and I'm like fuck dude like I I think I, I think have done it's that. just like if it's funny you are forgiven right exactly yeah. so maybe that's the thing maybe, maybe it's that's just I'm what not funny yeah, like if you like if you're just being a dick and it isn't funny and yeah. it's like uh, but if you're a dick and everyone laughs it's like well now it's okay we're all now complicit in this exactly. and i think that maybe that's why it's almost funny exactly i don't know yeah evan's cool evan's cool but yeah, yeah. um yeah, that's what that's why I started this, dude. And it's been helpful ever since. I mean, clearly, I'm like working here now. I've got finally a day job. Yeah, that's you know cool. I mean? That's cool that you have a day job and like something tangentially related to the field. Exactly, dude. Cool. And the owners were both comedians, so yeah. it's like I'm I'm in the world right now. Like, yeah, there's really in, nothing else. You're in the mix. Yeah, dude. there's nothing else like interfering with anything. You know what I mean? Like, and the greatest part is I only work around the bookings. So if there's no bookings, I can go hit a mic like Badger and Jam. Yeah, it's you right across. I mean? It's yeah. right across the street. But what about um? You know your meats. Like, how do you steam your meats and cheeses? That's why I'm here. Right? <laughs> you want the you want the firehouse secrets? I know that's yes. why I'm here. Actually, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, let me know about the firehouse secrets. Yeah. Dude. So basically, like, what makes firehouse firehouse is we steam the meats and cheeses together, and no one else can compete steam with them. that. Yes, they're steamed. You know, we steam it, and uh, it gets nice and steamy. When it's already made, the sandwich yes, is already made. Yes, and that's why. We charge like three times the amount, <laughs> you know. Especially at Universal, there's an upcharge oh, yeah, there dude, as well. Universal people come in, they're like, "Why is it so expensive?" Like you're at a theme park, yeah, you exactly. pay twenty dollars for parking. <laughs> what the fuck do you expect? Exactly. You know, they don't want to pay. They're like, oh, you know, can I sample? Can I sample this? Like, no, this isn't ice cream. Like, you want to sample the meat? You know, sample this meat, dude. Like, fuck it. This job is so it's so fucking stupid. But it's almost like mythically bad, right, you know. Like, right. uh, like I I quit. I, I came out of film school. I worked at AMC, I quit slash got fired from AMC, <laughs> and now I work across from an AMC that I was gonna transfer to anyway at the movie theater theme park. It's just stupid. Like, life is fucking dumb, dude. And and as a kid, I grew up here. I would go to Universal. I was like, yeah, Universal is so fun. And yeah. I was like, I will fucking kill everyone <laughs> at Universal Studios. You know, like how, how things change, you know? <laughs> Oh my God, Itzai. Uh Let's go take it back to the autism here, dude. How? How? Okay, let's talk about actually the childhood. Like, what oh, was childhood like growing up for you? Childhood, you were... childhood, fucking sucked. But yeah. it's not because anything particularly awful was done to me. Mm -hmm. I love my family. I love my parents. I have a very good relationship with my parents. Yeah. But uh, school was just so hard. Just going in and being told explicitly what you can and can't do. Right. You know, sitting still. It's just not for. I had neurodivergent people, and I think that in retrospect, I do support education, but the American school system is like a factory model from the Industrial Revolution. That's yes. not how people learn anymore. Like my yes. sister, she can't read anything. She learns everything through videos, and she's fine. She's smarter than me. Like this is just an outdated model. Uh, I, I hated it. I got in trouble a lot. I was yeah. in a lot of Down syndrome like special ed rooms yeah. when I was younger because like I just didn't fit in in the normal class. I didn't really fit in there either, but it was less disruptive. I don't know. Disruptive I, I, for you, or were you for the, the disruption? class? Like I would, I would become because like this is where this is where it all started, right? Is like I had Tourette's, which is now like under the autism umbrella now because wow, they're constantly dude. changing things. But like you know, like if I wanted to say something like a smartass to the teacher or to some kid, I would just say it without thinking, and then people would laugh. I'm not even trying to be funny, and that's that's what I do. Oftentimes, like at the these improv mics we go to, where like I'll say something and and people laugh. Like I'm just telling the truth right. because I didn't have. I didn't understand it was a rhetorical question. Like you asked me like about my penis 
And I was like, yeah, dude, it's five and a half inches, super thick. It's like a chode, which is true. But I, I, I couldn't tell. Like as I was talking, I was like, oh, this is a rhetorical. Yeah, I was not supposed to. <laughs> I'm always. That's that's the thing about like lo- like level one is like I'll catch the social cue, but like a second too late. I was like, oh fuck, but I'm already I'm already fucking talking. <laughs> no yeah. fucking way, dude. Yeah, dude. I thought that you were just going into it. I no, didn't know it was no, like a no, thing no, where you were just speaking my, out loud. My instincts, like my comedian, oh, you know, Itai's so so quick with the with the jokes like that's just the autism dude like that I, I'm not thinking there's no writing involved dude, with that shit that is probably exactly what you want as a comedian though that is the most authentic that you can I, be I, right yes but like it, it is it is hard you to know control. to control and then you want to be able to control it you know hmm. like I'll go I'll, I'll go through like certain trigger phrases you know like that are just pleasing to say you know, like so you just say things that I you just, don't even yeah, think yeah, about. Yeah, like, like I'll get attached to a phrase. Like right now, it's kill everyone with a gun. <laughs> and like I, I support gun control. I don't consider myself a violent person, but that's just what I want to say. And I can stop myself from saying it when I'm with people. But the second I'm alone, especially if I am high, uh, all bets are off, dude. Do you smoke weed? I smoke so much weed, dude. But like, I don't think I give off that stuff. I mean. What when the I'm fuck? wearing all this shit, I think I give off that that vibe. But like, yeah, I, I'm not the oh. kind. Of, I'm like a high functioning. Bro, we're smoking after this. Stoner. I don't know. The thing about me is like smoking is usually something I want to do alone because it makes me more autistic. Mm-hmm. I would say like like you know I was just saying like I can catch on to the social cue, but like a second late, I'm not gonna catch it at all if I'm high. <laughs> so it's just it's not even fun uh, to be high with other people unless like we're truly, truly like close close friends got you because it's like uh any sort of filter that i have is just off and i barely have one to begin with (laughs) the the alcohol is better the alcohol Uh alcohol i feel like makes me pass as neurotypical more and then and then the second i get high it's just like elon musk (laughs) you know like oh dude this is dank bro i'm so cool it's like shut the fuck up you tired like fucking sober up no one wants this do you like to get crossfaded then i do sometimes it's like if i if we're going out I don't, I don't go out that much. Like, mm-hmm. I smoke weed with my friends. I live with my two best friends. That's fine. I go out uh, to the mics, and that's a social thing. Sort wow, of. dude. I had no idea you were getting high at these mics. No, not at the mics. Not at the mics. I will never perform Okay, high. okay, okay. I good. will never perform Because I can't do it either. High. No, it's yeah, going to be awful. What I'll, 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 I don't smoke until I've done everything I need to do that day. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a reward. It is basically a reward, but it's also an addiction. Like, let's be real. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's not. Yeah. People are like, oh, you know, it's it's natural. It can't be bad. It's like poison is natural. Like <laughs> eating rocks is natural. That doesn't mean it's good. Like everyone's like, yeah, but I'm helping. Like it's okay if you're a junkie. I'm a junkie, but like get off your fucking high horse. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. We're fucking losers. It's not even a cool drug. Like, <laughs> we're, we're losers, dude. <laughs> That's a good bit, bro. You could talk about drugs. Actually, that'd be a great bit like, for my, you. Dude, my roommates are like drug. Like scientists. My yeah. roommate Ben. Oh, really? My roommate. I have two roommates named Ben because every Jewish dude is named Ben. We <laughs> met. We met in this Jewish school in the valley. Uh, one of them like works in the lab, but like mostly from home. You know, like two days a week. He needs like. Oh, I gotta. So he's like cooking up shit in his room. No, it's okay. more. It's more like two days. He's like, I have to go in and like actually do science shit, and the rest of it is just managing data and managing teams, Fuck. managing data from home. Fuck. So like, I work weird hours with firehouse subs. Like most of the day is just like us smoking weed. And then maybe at night he's like, oh, I got to go to the lab. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to a mic. I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm no one. I'm just some guy. Everyone's just some guy. You know, no one, no one is cool. No one is actually cool. Everyone's some dude. You, uh, damn it. I forgot what I was going to ask. Are your your roommates autism? No, 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 dude. Like, I I can't hang out with other autism. (laughs) It's the same reason, like, I can't hang out with other comedians for, like, like, outside of 
Do you do that? Do you hang out with comedians outside uh, of comedy? Well, I go to the comedy store, and that's where we hang out. That's I don't where you really, hang out. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I just like, like it takes one to know one. We're all crazy. Dude. Yeah. I don't know if I. For sure. I don't know if I need to like. I, I think of everyone like, oh yeah, like we're work friends. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I don't know if I'm like. You know, getting crunked with Uncle Rooster yeah. or whatever. I've never seen a comedian outside of a mic. I just overheard a conversation where comedians will see other comedians outside of mics. Yeah, that's crazy mics. when people are like, oh, yeah, you know, I was I was over with, like, so-and-so. We were, we were getting drunk. It's like, you guys see each other outside of mics? Like, yeah. fucking crazy, yeah. dude? I mean, I wouldn't mind getting fucked. Or actually, yeah, I have gone to a party where the comedians do. That's fun. Is it? It's definitely yeah. fun. Yeah, I was yeah. never, like, a party guy. I don't know. Like, no, we got a party. I, think I want a party I have with a, you. I think I have, like, a bro's sense of humor, but I'm just, I'm not, a, I'm just not a bro, dude. No, I want to I want to get fucked up with you. I'm not a bro. I definitely want to get fucked up with you. Sorry, we're okay. gonna go fucking okay. do some okay. Jewish well, stuff. We... Let's let's go do some Jewish stuff and get the drunk. Jewish stuff yeah, and I don't get know. drunk. What does that even mean? I don't know. Like, a bar mitzvah, like, like circumcising kids. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, I don't know. Well, you know, I'm, as Asians, I could probably make a really good dish out of it. You you think you can like yeah it is it like is, a yeah, Shanghai yeah, like I mean yeah my dad ate my foreskin. Please tell me you're joking. Dude, I autistic, autistic people can't lie, dude. Everything I say is true. <laughs> oh my, well, I'm just gonna skip over that. I'm gonna yeah. skip over that. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, we can cut that. <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave it in. I'm just saying we're skipping over oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't need to elaborate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's enough said. Yeah. Uh, what kind of music you listen to? Fuck. I kind of absorb... I absorb the music that is around me. My little brother is like a metal head, and my roommates are really into, like, electronic music and pretentious, like, indie shit, and okay. I'll just absorb that. But I'll listen to anything if it's good. Like I kind of ignored music entirely. I, I was just so, so, like, all I care about is film, you mm -hmm, know, right. as, as a kid and as a teenager and as in college. And then I had this awful internship where I had to edit, I had to, like, transcribe footage for this documentary that never came out because oh, the fuck. guy who directed it had no idea what the fuck he was doing. Jesus. But I was, I was editing it, and uh, I just needed to listen to music, so I actually got it. I was like, oh, music is sick. Like, this is actually the cooler art form. Like, film is for yeah. suits, dude. No, I, dude, yeah. I, absolutely. Like, what yeah. I, I think the music is the most natural way to be creative for a human. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, I people mean, are very talented it's, it's with sick. that stuff. I mean, film... It, it, it takes a village. It's almost like right. it's almost like less than the sum of its parts. Like mm. if you take a movie like like Avatar, you know, like oh, the individual animators working on the flower, or the like, that's cool. But when you bring it all together, it is now just this corporate product. It's like right. less than the sum of its parts. Right. I yeah. would say. Did I, you realize this stuff later on in life? With uh, film? I think I went to in, in, when I was sixteen. I took a just because I was like looking for any excuse to get out of school. I, w I took this like a UCLA extension class on screenwriting and that's when I kind of realized that like every Hollywood screenplay is just Mad Libs and it's all the same format. And that's when I started to to branch out to like foreign film mm -hmm. and indie film. Yeah. And now I'm just like, fuck film. Yeah. I don't know. Like who, uh. Uh, I think it's a dead medium, dude. I Dude, thank you. Maybe yeah. I have got autism because I've been saying that for like the past three months and no theater. one agrees with me. I've always hated going to the theater. Like, you know, everyone's like talking. Right. Or they're on your phone. Right. There's like 30 minutes. Of and there's just nothing special on the screen and anymore. And there's nothing special about the, the, the theater is just an arena for people to go see things that they already like. And already know. And already know. That's what right. it is at this point. And it's because um, it's because of what TV has become. I think there's so much TV and so many little niches. Mm. The only reason, and, and film has been competing with TV since its inception. That's exactly. why they created sound, color, cinemascope, the roadshow, whatever. But um, now it's like you can see pretty much anything, whether you want it to be like uh, like a romantic comedy 
or some weird dark indie thing. Well, yeah. you can find it on TV. The only exactly. thing you can go to the theater for is to see something you can't see on TV, which is something with a massive budget. If right. something is going to recoup its massive budget, it has to have mass appeal, and so it's a commercial for something people already like. Five Nights at Freddy's, Marvel, whatever. You're basically going, you're watching 30 minutes of commercials, and then you're watching a commercial. And the thing is, like, people like this. If people yeah. like this, like that, that's fine. Right. I don't give a fuck, dude. Right. I don't give a fuck. It's just what it is. It, it just is, dude. The fucking the skibbity toilets. I don't know. Everything's content. Yeah. Every, it's all, yep. Everything's content. Everything's dude. content. Scorsese's right. Even sometimes yep. Scorsese is content. Like, that's how much content is. Content. That's wild. Know. This is content. We're out here making content. We're all making content, this dude. This is that's content, a- yeah. <clears throat> Uh, do you have like a sixth sense where people with autism, like, can you, without oh, them yeah, saying dude, anything, like, you're just like, like autistic. I, I know, I know when people, <laughs> I know when people are autistic. Absolutely. And sometimes I think they don't know that I know or whatever. I mean, basically a firehouse subs, you know, at Universal Studios, someone comes in and they're decked out in like the Nintendo gear and this, this mushroom sipper hat or whatever. And they're like 40. I was like, yeah, this guy, this, this guy's autistic. And, uh, I don't know. Uh, there's so many of them that are like childlike, and mm. I, that's a that's a stereotype I I try to reject, you know, because I'm so serious. You know, right. I, I would never do anything ridiculous mm. ever, 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 ever. No. Everything I do is a hundred percent serious. I would never, I would never do anything stupid. It's just not in my nature. I couldn't tell if that was a bit or not. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna just go with that, and we're yeah, gonna roll dude, again. I mean, dude, we're yeah. just we're just out here. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> What do they ever give you like an explanation on how or why you got autism? Or I mean, obviously I mean, it's, ge- it's genetic. Like my my we all got it from my grandpa. My grandpa was fucking insane, and he was like the smartest man, the coolest, oh, nicest dude I ever knew. He could do anything. You know, he could sculpt, he could woodwork, he could paint, he could act, he could run. But wow. he was just crazy, and he never went to therapy, and he never took medicine. Or, or anything. And we just kind of accepted that he was crazy, and then everyone in my family got some sort of something like I have a a, a cousin who's like you know borderline you know I had my grandpa's sister was like schizophrenic like it's uh we got we got skeletons in our closet like I'm lucky I ended up this sane I would say damn yeah I mean like whatever I don't know everyone's fucking everyone's crazy everyone's crazy and also like I hate 90% of people anyway right so so like oh man like this autism thing is ruining like my potential to like Meet up people and socialize. It's like fuck people. I don't. I, don't, I fucking hate everyone, dude. Like I don't. I don't care about. And you know, it's so hard to care about someone when they when we find out like what they like. You know, like I, I'm at like the the Bruce Brothers mic or whatever. I, th- I like the Bruce Brothers mic. Have you ever been there? No. Not okay, the so this Brothers. is like a NoHo bar mic. The reason I like it is that the people there are kind of like hipster okay. wannabes for the most part, with the exception <laughs> of a couple people. Right, like, right. like Drew Drew, who hosts the mic, is cool. And some of the people there are doing what I'm doing. For the most part, it's like hipster wannabes. And what I like it, why I like that one is the audience is much more like an actual audience Mm -hmm. rather than other comics. And sometimes when I think I have something perfect or almost perfect, I want to see what, you know, I call them the fish. What do you call them? To me, it's just it's just like SpongeBob, like you know the the random fish that are just there to say something yeah. stupid, <laughs> yeah. and you can't imagine like them having any sort of like interior life uh, outside of this moment of them saying something. So like that's the audience, dude. They're just they're just the fish, and the, f- the fish will laugh at anything. Yeah, is what I'm realizing. Yeah. Like I'm starting uh-huh. to question what comedy even is, like huh. because everything is so contextual in the room. You know, like if we're doing improv. Like every pretty much everything, a couple exceptions. Sometimes you can turn it into a bit, but usually like this is funny in this room for these 
out for this hour or whatever, and then it's it's never funny again. Yeah, yeah. I've, but I've the had... fish, the fish will laugh at anything, dude. If you go to like the chateau and you just end mm, with the yeah. funny word, yeah. You know, like oh yeah, you know, I was walking down the street and I ran smack into a milf. You know, they'll just they'll die, yeah. and then it's like, what am I even doing? Like, right. like is this even? Do I even want these laughs? You know, right? No, <clears throat> and that was one thing I learned early. You yeah. know, so a comedian told me that. Uh, just audience members are just dumb because they'll just laugh at anything. Sometimes, Everything's dumb. They'll laugh I mean? at the setup, and sometimes sometimes the setup is intentionally funny. But if they're laughing at the setup so hard that it's like a punch punchline, I want to be like, dude, shut the fuck up! <laughs> like I'm not I'm not even done. It's not even the funny part, yeah. you know? Like why am I even here? <laughs> I don't know. I like making other comics laugh. I think yeah, that's, me too. That's cool. Me that too. makes you feel cool. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I, I, yeah. I definitely agree. Have you? Uh, you said you had Tourette's and, uh, and obviously autism, but mm. like the Tourette's thing. H have you ever? Uh, has a racial word ever slipped through the cracks? No, because you really, <laughs> you really only say things that are on your mind, and I'm just not one to say slurs. Good for you. It's just not. You know, if, yeah. if, if I was if I was saying slurs, it would be because I would actually constantly holding back slurs, but that's not the case. So like, I no, never. Good I did, for you. Have I said stupid shit that has yeah. fucked me over? Yes. Has it ever been a slur? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Well, I guess that's no. good that I don't have autism. Yeah. Why? No, you just, just, you just like to, you just like to <laughs> sling, sling the slurs in there <laughs> yeah. deliberately. I am making a deliberate neurotypical choice to call you the N-word. So Jesse, you're, you're something else, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if I should even be on this podcast. I don't know. Well, I might get canceled, you know, talking, talking to you. I, I haven't know. been canceled yet. It hasn't been canceled yet. still going yet. strong, okay, well, I'll you know? try harder, yeah. you know? <laughs> Let's fucking end both our careers right now, dude. What's the dating situation like for you, brother? Uh, so I can't pick up on flirting. I, I can't do it. I I'm telling you, I have autism. I can't either. Yeah, so every, any it. girl I've ever had sex with is someone I met online first. If we're on if we're on Tinder, if we're on Hinge, then explicitly I know we're looking for something romantic or sexual. If someone is, like, looking at me and they think, like, they're smiling at me at, like, a club or whatever, and I was like, I, I don't know what this means. I would rather not get laid. <laughs> Then make this woman uncomfortable because I misread something. <laughs> you know, I'll yeah. just uh, and, and I, I, I do I do get laid, but like I, you, I have to work at it. You know, like it's just a, it's just numbers. It's it's like an inst Instagram like conversions, like exactly. a thousand views. How many people are actually gonna like exactly. click on something? Okay, so you know, I talk to a girl, I talk to three girls or four girls. You know, maybe one of them actually wants to meet up. And it's just, that's why when it goes south, well, bro, it that's sucks. A good, it's like, dude, I fucking spent a month talking, like wrangling people to like make this happen. I don't know. I sound like a fucking douchebag. Not but this even. Is, this is the only no. way. This is the only way I could, I could, I could get laid because well, I cannot. At least your ratio is respectable. One out of four or five. Mine when I was single is like one out of ten to fifteen. How long have you been with your okay. girlfriend? Seven years. Do you ever worry that you can't like satisfy her? You no. know, like with your with your penis. No. 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 It's okay. Yeah. I was gonna say because like if you need if you need like a third. <laughs> No charge, dude. Just just don't touch me, you know? If you wear the hat. If I wear the hat, dude, yeah. I mean, obviously. And the shades. And That's the shades. It. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I've never been in a relationship uh, that lasted longer than a week. I just I just can't. It's because of my schedule. You know, like, I want to wake up and run or I want to wake up and write. It's like, this person is still in the bed. Like, so what do you mean? Like, who, why? Like, so leave. people with autism are really specific with their schedule. Like, they're very, like, I guess yeah. this is the OCD it's, it's stuff. It's where the overlap with the OCD usually right. is. Uh, if anything breaks my schedule, I will just lose it. Is dude. it? And running, obviously, is healthy. How, is, is, that for, is that it for all autism? 
people without no, autism no, would no, have to do no, something no. physical? That's just, one of, that's just one of my habits. Like, it could be for other people, like, yo, man, if I don't sit and, like, stack my Funko Pops into a pyramid. It could be anything. Oh, wow. mine, is, mine is running. I think because I also have, like, a like – a, the chronic, like, anxiety, because OCD is technically anxiety disorder, is, like, I don't want to be fat. I'm worried about getting fat. And so then the compulsion is to run. Have you ever been fat? Never. 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 But what I do is I don't eat any sugar at all during the week. Uh, and, and I, like, get, like, anorexic by Friday. And then, like, I was like, now I can eat the food I want. And it's mostly just, like, cookies and cake or whatever. Oh, Jesus. I'll gain five pounds. <laughs> oh my God, I, and then I'll lose it again. And that's how every week as I'm gaining and losing. So you're just eating pounds. sugar then? Well, it's because I don't like anything. And beans. I don't like, mm. I don't like anything. So I'm, like, eating beans and rice and, like, veggie like soy patties just to get my protein in right i only like i mean it's, it's like it's the autism diet dude like you, right. just, you just eat like a child but you, that'll make you fat so it's like uh you can do that for a few days do you take supplements and stuff like that like taurine or anything like that i don't take any supplements i get i get all the the protein from like the beans from the soy patties that's that's enough and mm. then the rest of it is just like how, where do i get calories from usually from right. whole grain bread and I Holy eat the same thing. A whole bunch of carbs, bro. Dude, all I do is like eat bread and like beans and run That's and crazy. smoke weed and do jokes and like other people are like, oh, you know, I'm such a I'm such a foodie. This is one of the reasons I can't date. There's like it's just like well, well, let's get food. It's like okay, cool. You want to get pizza? No. It's like okay, well then we're not going out. Then, <laughs> you know, because I fucking hate everything. Uh, yeah, I don't mean. There's so many reasons why I've never been in a. It's because like it's my schedule. Like if you if you yeah. tie your schedule down to someone. No, 100%, yeah, dude. then it's like, I feel like I can't even be me. I can't yeah. breathe. And you feel know. bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you feel bad because the other person's just, like, alone and shit like that. Like, right now yeah. in our relationship, seven years in our relationship, yeah. like, I mean, obviously being separated mm-hmm. isn't that much of a deal when since we, from when we first started sure. dating. But it's like, we understand why we're being separated, right? Like, why it's just a hustle. Separated. Yeah, right? I mean, that's just, just, that's just part of it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sure. I mean, if you say so, I wouldn't know, dude. <laughs> Like, Each eyes just fucking got a lineup. That's why. Oh yeah, dude. I it's a revolving door of pussy for the, sure. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. Everyone can see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, if you guys don't know, fucking when Itai's on stage, there are women gawking at this guy. I didn't even know this. Gawking, uh, I, Joe, was, Joe was telling me those girls were gawking bro. at me. I did not even. See, I'm so oblivious. I did not notice. I think it's a I don't give that. a fuck attitude, bro. Yeah. I, I mean, think, that's and just, you play into it so well. I play into Here's the thing. When I went up and I started doing comedy a year ago, I come from a writing background. Being on stage and talking to people is so difficult and not natural for me so i was doing the same wow. dark material like oh you know the pandemic you know i want to kill myself and the jokes were there but no one was laughing because mm. they thought i was actually going to kill myself <laughs> so my sister said to me like itai you have to pretend you're happy and then people will laugh so then that's what i've been doing and everyone's like oh yeah itai is so cool you know itai doesn't give a fuck like it's all fake dude everything sucks my life sucks everyone's life sucks no so one is happy how did you do that transition to where it's like you were dark and then you went you want another water uh i'm okay i'll live I'm are you fine. sure uh yeah i was just stimming um yeah we're good uh pick it up just so it looks oh, good in front no no you're fine you're yeah, fine you're fine yeah. um god damn it what were we talking about we were talking about um the talking oh yeah so yeah. How, how did like how did you manage to do that from going to like a happy etai like is it's, smiling it's more it's fake or? uh i i can't smile on command literally what i do is i just um i practice in front of the mirror for hours 
and I get the delivery down. And to me, I just accepted, oh, the delivery is part of the writing. Like right. if, if they will only laugh at it, if I use this inflection, like I don't give a fuck or I'm sad or I'm happy or whatever, then that's just what I need to do. And then that's like the writing. But that's the hardest part is the performance. I will, I will for hours before even a mic, I won't do anything that day other than just practice the delivery. Because that's that takes it's so hard for me just to pr- pr- be able to talk to people articulately and not just come off as insane. So Holy shit. That's, so you're spending that's, that's all fake. Everything's fake, dude. So you're spending hours just getting the intonations and all the cadences. Yes. Holy yeah. fuck, Itai. Yeah. And it, when you do say it at a show, it, it does it feel fresh for you or No. To me, to me, if I'm doing a show, it is like a monologue and the craft is making it seem like it isn't. You know, mm. like I'll write in crowd work. Right. But uh, Oh, you'll write it in. But it's not real crowd work. Like I was like, I feel like we're vibing right now. Like, let's get dark. It's like, oh, Itai just did that off the cuff. It's like, no, dude, that's in the script. It's all fake. Have you ever tried to just to go off, off yeah, the cuff? Yeah, sometimes I have to. Sometimes I have no choice. If the room doesn't like a joke, right. you've got to tag it. Right. You know, the autism will kick in. It's like, you got to say something <laughs> right now. So it's like, oh, that was stupid, Ty. Kill yourself. And it was like, ha, ha, ha. I was like, okay, we're back on track. And now back to, back to our regularly scheduled program. And that's the only crowd work you'll get. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the people, it's, not, it's not the crowd work can't be funny and that it doesn't take skill, but the people who are doing mostly crowd work are doing it because they cannot write material. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Guilty. Guilty. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know. There are comedians now who like only do crowd work. Yeah. Uh, they can't write. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. How long it, do you spend writing? Me, I, now that I'm here, dude. I every booking, like every if book, I'm downtown, yeah. if I'm not editing, I'm I'm trying to at least w- write one joke. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Um, it's gotten me better at obviously being more prepared when I go to open mics because before right. I felt like I wasn't prepared because I wasn't writing as much uh-huh. and I didn't. I never had like this influx of new material as I do now. Well, yeah. Obviously not good material, you know what I mean? But the fact that I'm able to work out 10 to 15 jokes as opposed to like the three yeah. or five. And, and you know, you'll, you're, you'll start to change. When I started out, I would be like, I need to have a new, I think Justin said this on the podcast, mm-hmm. was like, I, I used to just write a new five minutes. It didn't matter if it was good. But then it's like, well, instead of having like five minutes of like one-liners and maybe six of them are good, like wait until you have something meatier. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is like, I don't, I don't force myself to go to a mic. If I have okay. nothing, then I have nothing. I can go do other things. I have other projects. I still write screenplays and teleplays for myself. I'll go do the mic when I have something. I'm not going to forget how to tell a joke at this point. Right. Don't get me wrong. If I hadn't been upstage, on stage for a week, I would just go to an improv mic to go to one. Right. But generally speaking, unless I have something I want to work on, I would rather just stay home and work on other shit. Yeah. And that's what I'm finding out too. Yeah, honestly, like you, people, if you if you view it like it's a loaded gun, like oh man, I have to get on stage, and you're doing the same shit that you know doesn't work, then like why are you right. wasting your time and money yeah. doing this? Wait until you have something. To me, most of my comedy time is spent writing. I, I write. I, people write from stage. I, I write from home and then rewrite from stage. Like oh mm. oh they mm. they laughed more at the setup. Now the setup is the punchline, and that's the writing I'll do from stage, but I won't even go up unless I have underlined in my notes what the punchline is. If I can't underline what the punchline is, I am not even going to attempt this joke because I don't have a joke yet. So you're very – you are rigid with your – Oh, like, dude, I, 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 am, I, I, I am uh, obsessive to a fault, I would say. Which, again, I think is great because you know comedians. We're fucking lazy, man. I, I mean, yeah, everyone uh, – we're, we're all crazy in a different way. Mm. Um, lazy, yeah. I mean, the writing is the exciting part to me, the, in, the inception, 
the creativity. That's the art part to me, because you're creating something from nothing, and the rest of it, the performance, the rewriting, that's just craft. Right. Yeah. What was the catalyst to get you into comedy? Uh, during the pandemic, I was working at Amazon. Uh, it radicalized me really hard. As everyone fucking Yeah, like, was. Fuck, fuck capitalism. Yeah, dude. Uh, fuck, it's crazy. fuck the billionaires and all that shit. Crazy. I was writing, uh, so many other, my alumni, uh, the people who graduated from Tisch in my writing program were like, oh, you know, I just can't write. That's too depressing. It's like, no, dude, like we're stuck inside. I spent all year writing. Right. I got so good at writing. I wrote like five extremely polished pilots and like one feature. And I stand by all of those scripts. But here's the thing. I don't have an agent. Nobody right. knows who I am. Yeah. I don't have any connections. No one is going to read. You're not even your friends right. who say they're going to read your <laughs> yeah, script. I'm going to read your script. Yeah. So I, I was just like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to I'm going to tell the jokes myself. You know, I come from a sick combat background. I'm used to writing like this is the line uh, that should make people laugh out loud. Got you. And then I was like, well, I'll just tell those myself, and that's why I started with the one-liners and I still do a lot of one-liners, but I'm starting to I'm starting to get to do longer storytelling jokes. Which makes sense because that, right. that's my background. Before, I was like, if I can't tell a long story where every part is funny, I would rather just do the one-liners. And now I feel like I'm ready to do something more ambitious. Because, like, if you think I'm good at comedy, I'm not even supposed to be up here, dude. I'm autistic. I'm supposed to be back in the back in the writer's room doing my own thing. And I'm going to write something that's hilarious for someone else who is, like, pretty. You know, right. like Mike Bassano <laughs> or something is going to tell the jokes and he's going to kill and everyone's going to suck his dick. And he'll, like, send me, like, the two ugly girls as, like, for like writing it or whatever. Like, I'm not supposed to be up here. Well, uh, I mean, ugly girls to Basano, they're still probably pretty. The average dude, guy, right? dude, that dude's just like a he's, like a, a ch he's just a Chad. I don't know. I, all, all that it's like Chad beta is like pseudoscience bullshit. But yeah. like that being said, he's just a Chad. It, it, <laughs> he just is. I don't know. Uh, but he's an actor. Yeah, you know, like 100 yeah. percent an actor. Right. He's not a writer. I don't think. I, there are very few comedians I feel like are writers. Even people who are successful, I will say, you are funnier than your material. We're laughing because it's you. Mm. None of these jokes are special. Yeah. I think that about most of the people I know, they're not right. I mean, writing is so hard, it's even so hard. I fuck it up. I consider myself great at it. Am I killing every time with new shit? No. And most people can't even do it at all. Yeah. Like, there are so many people... I think who's like, oh, I've been doing it for four years, five years, 10 years. Their following is not as big as mine. I don't have a big following. I am right. no one. I work at Firehouse Subs, and it's just because they plateaued. Right. Because they've got their five minutes about them. I look like, I don't know, your mom. I've heard Your mom's ball sack. You hear yeah. that? You hear that? I won't do any of I look like jokes. That mm. shit is hacky as fuck. And that's all they can do because mm. they can't actually write, and that's why you're going to plateau. It doesn't matter if you've been doing it for 10 years. If you can't write, you're going to eventually just run out of shit to say. So basically what you're saying is that to avoid that plateau, you got to get good at writing. If you I think to that. avoid that plateau, you'll have to get good at writing. And I think that's what earlier this year I was upset that I had plateaued. Uh, and then I was like, well, it's because you are just writing one-liners and they're good, but you need to do something meatier. And I'm doing that for me because I was getting bored. Good for you though. I was getting bored. That's that, that, that's the best way to approach it if you're yeah. doing things for yourself. Not because of, you yeah. know, trying to get some like a booker to fucking be like, oh, we gotta get him. Yeah, and now that's the bookers are hearing. coming to me. Good for you. Like, I, I'm dude. just fucking around doing my own thing and now they're saying like, oh, Itai, you're funny. Like, you could come on the show. Dude, I was like, okay, cool. It's like, all great. over this. It's all over town, bro. Like, yeah. I bring your name up and, be, and people will fucking say, I it's love kinda, that guy. It's wild. It's wild because I was not... Uh, I don't know. I think a big part of like the autism that a lot, an Asperger's specifically that a lot of people have is there's like a sort of arrogance. And mm. I think up until 
college, I want to say until I graduated, I was like, I am Itai Lev, like undiscovered autistic savant. I am the greatest writer on the planet. And then like uh, college was just so miserable for me socially. I was such a train wreck. I was so depressed that it kind of humbled me. And I'd be like, none of that is true. I'm not a god. But now everyone's like, yeah, Itai's hilarious. I was like, fuck, you know, maybe 14-year-old well, me <laughs> well, was no, right. I, I would just know. say, don't let it get to your head, bro. Yeah, just whatever yeah, you're yeah. doing is working, bro. I guess. You I don't know. know. I mean? it's, it's surreal. It really is. Like, two point, what? You said almost three million? I have three. That, that stupid joke has like three million uh, views on Instagram, uh, one million on, on TikTok. But the thing is, like, nothing really changed that much. People come up and say that was funny. Maybe a couple people will book me for a show, mm -hmm. like Baca, if you know him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. He's know just Baca. like you. You should come to South by Southwest with me. I, I just like, got that text yeah, as well. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, so I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, sure. That's that sounds. You cool. gonna do it? Yeah, I'm probably yeah. gonna do it. Okay. But um, but like I still work at Firehouse Subs. Right. I'm not famous. No one is reading my pilots. Right. So like, it's just. It was only a matter of time, right? If yeah, you keep just outputting It's a matter of stuff. time, and that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I'll probably keep doing stand up forever, just because I like that I only have to do it with just me. Right, yeah. Whereas, like, any, any sort of film, TV production 100%. is such a collaborative art form. And that's not a bad thing, but it's no, fun to do all, something but, by yourself. Right. But, like, yeah, I'm trying to to do weird TV, film, hybrid, like, what even is this, yeah. like, project? Because that's, that's what I want to do. You're an entertainer. Dude. Yeah, I mean, that's Seriously. what I do. That's, that's what I want to do. Uh, and, like, you're, you, like, the thing is you're very unique as, as, a, as a comedian. Yeah? You know what I mean? You think so, so? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I just say keep running with it, dude. Keep, yeah. keep writing. I mean, that's, that's what I'm doing is that hopefully I eventually get enough attention. They'll be like, you want to do a special? I'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll do a special, but, like, I would rather do one of these fucking pilots Right. Or oh, something. okay. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, this is, to me, this is a means to an end, and I'm having fun with it. Like, I you. like making people laugh. So that's still your whole goal then, is just to go into... I mean, I've been working on some of these scripts since in high school. Yeah, that's true. Polishing the fuck out of them. That's true. Like, it'll always... just That's what I spent the most time doing. And that's what usually happens, bro. And it, you makes, work... you, it makes you a better writer, too. Because, like, I, I wasn't doing any screenwriting or tele, teleplay writing last year, which was, my like, my first year doing stand-up. This is my second year. I was like, I gotta go back and repolish these scripts because I'm now ten times funnier. Right, and, and did they help? And yeah, did, yeah, and now I'm just better at both. Good, dude. Yeah, because yeah, I haven't touched. I haven't done a script in like six months. You gotta, you gotta eventually go back to it. And, I think I will. Because yeah, it's itching now. Yeah, you, know you, got, I mean? you, you just, you just be like, oh, you know, it's not. It's, it's like when you rewrite your old material. You know, tell, someone tells you like, oh, Ty, you gotta do fifteen minutes. Like, well, fuck, I've gotta bring out some of the old stuff, and you right, realize this is true. not as sharp as the new stuff, and you true. gotta rewrite it. Very true. Yeah. So did so you feel like that that transition from writing to comedy in terms of your writing you felt like that was a smooth transition because oh, mine was, was rough. There was no difference at all. The the, wow, the, 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 the challenge was getting up on stage and presenting uh, and talking to, like not just being like oh you know I love movies and shit like just being able to talk and articulate uh -huh. and and come off as like oh we can laugh at this guy cuz he's not going to kill himself actually <laughs> like that was the hard part writing jokes is easy writing good jokes is hard right right okay, but writing gotcha. jokes is easy right yeah set up punchline that's it's like memes i made memes like growing up like top text bottom text that's it wow and that's helpful too with comedy. I'm yeah. sure it's yeah. short term. Yeah, short in the form. short term. Yeah, <clears throat> and now and now when I'm trying to do larger bits, it's still mostly the same. It's just longer. Like I'm telling a long story, but it is actually just a collection of one-liners right. that build on each other. Exactly. If yeah. it's a line that doesn't produce a laugh, then you cut it out. 
You know, uh, so many people do sets, like a great story or a great set, and it's like, that was good, but it was, like, too long. Like, you need to mm, cut half mm-hmm, of this. If, mm-hmm. if it's not getting a huge Or laugh. just turn those dead moments into, like, punchlines, Exa- right? Exactly, yeah. They, you got to trim, you got to actually look at every single line. Kill your on darlings. On a piece of paper, kill your darlings. Say, this one is, is not that it isn't a good joke, it's just it's the weakest of the five or whatever, and right. now it's gone. Right, uh, Damn it, I had a good joke. Or a good joke. Good uh-huh. question. How long? How long has it been? Like, how long are these things usually? About an hour. An hour. An hour. How long has it been? Yeah, it's been about forty-five minutes. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I could talk to you forever, though. Yeah. Bro. I mean, Seriously, I mean, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if any of this is interesting. Like, uh, dude, th- you have no idea. The thing no, about this is great. the thing about like the one of the many things about autism is that like if I'm interested in something, I will just information dump on you. That's and, fine. And it's not even really a conversation. It's just me talking. So I can get lost. And I was like, oh, you know. I, I'll be talking about something forever, especially if I'm high. It's like, oh, this person definitely wants to hear about like the, the history of like comic book publishing in like the, in like 1930s and 40s. And then after like five minutes, I'm like, oh, they they don't actually give a fuck about anything I'm saying. So, but yeah, so your yeah. memory then is it like picture perfect memory, like where you read, where you learn something and remember it? No, I think that my memory is pretty awful in terms of memorizing information. Like, I got to memorize the periodic table. I got to memorize the presidents. Like, it's not happening. I, yeah. I just can't do it. But if like something happened to me. I remember everything comedians said. I don't know why people are like, oh, you know, you bomb, no one's going to remember. It's like, yeah, I'll do. I'll remember that shit. I'll be <laughs> laughing about that forever. Like, remember when fucking, like, remember when you fucking said that racist shit as like a riff and everyone was uncomfortable? Like, I went home and told the Benz about it and we laughed for hours, dude, and we still do. <laughs> the Benz about it? Yeah, you know, and if one of the Benz doesn't think it's funny, I'm like, this is a dead room. I'll go talk to the other one and he'll think it's funny. Yeah. Uh, dude, some of these people, I just get so much enjoyment out of some of the people that suck and just force themselves to do this. And I think it's because of resentment that I have for my past self. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Like if if I I see someone, I'm not going to name drop anyone. This is why bullying is good though, right? And having a rough childhood is good because you're realistic. I think it's good in that it makes you funnier, but I don't think I'm like a good person. Or, I, no, or, I, I mean, mean, no one's a good person, but like, yeah, yeah I, exactly. I derive pleasure from the suffering of others. <laughs> I think that I am just so jaded in terms of like what makes something funny. Right. Like, if if no one dies in the joke or is traumatized, then like I, I just don't care. Right. You know, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, and this is not a good thing. This is no. just, this is just me being jaded. But yeah, I love. Sometimes I laugh harder at the people who suck. You know, because it's just funny to watch them force themselves through it mm-hmm. uh like I, it just reminds me of like when i would force myself to like go to a dance in high school or like do something social and i'm just like why are you even here everyone's just gonna make fun of you but i'm like with the comedy it's like you did this to yourself no one pointed a, <laughs> no one pointed a gun at you and said get on stage so if you're gonna get up and suck and just talk about like the n-word for five minutes then like i feel like it's okay for me to like roast you like that you're doing this to yourself man uh, oh my god bro uh all right, well, since we're on that subject, what do you think about me as a comedian, like, six months It's really in? hard to tell because you're just six months in, and I was not doing anything special Got six it. months in. I, to it, me, yeah. you just seem like, yeah, you're still finding your voice. Yeah. You're still working on strong punchlines. You're still working on longer bits. But for the time you've been doing it, you're at a very normal place. Okay. So I would just say keep going, and you're going to learn as you go. And, yeah, I would say you're just, like, a totally adequate person who's been doing comedy for like what, six months? Yeah, six so, months. Yeah, so you seem like you've been doing comedy for six months. Yeah, that's, and okay. that's true, that's so true. that's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. true, yeah. So no. that's fine, yeah. No, I mean, there are some people out here who have been doing it for 10 years, yeah. 
and they're just forcing the. They just said yeah. it's the sunk cost fallacy. Like I've spent ten years of my life mm. being a comedian. This is now a part of my internalized identity. I cannot stop. It's like, okay, well, then your life is just going to suck, and you're going to be poor forever, and I'm going to be laughing at you, and I'm going to remember every stupid thing you say, and the Bens and I are going to laugh about it, you know? Uh, dude, I get so excited when, like, one of the freaks comes to fourth wall. Dude, I'm, I'm so happy, dude. I'm like, oh, dude, the Bens. Because the Bens don't hear about, they don't, they don't, my friends don't think I'm funny. They're like, oh, that's just Itai doing shtick. You Are know? you serious, yeah, bro? Because because uh, because it's just it seems shtick to them. Like it seems insincere because it's so clearly written ahead of time mm. based on when I'm just riffing off the cuff to then. So right. like, oh, I just wrote this hilarious bit. The Bens aren't gonna think that's funny, but like, oh, this freak was up there talking <laughs> about like how he wants to like fuck dogs or whatever. I was like, oh, this is hilarious, dude. Not for the reasons they think it is, but this is funny. I can tell the Bens about this. And I, <laughs> that's that's where I get my pleasure. Do you think from. it'll laugh when you tell them this? Yeah, sometimes yeah. sometimes one of the bands is like, Ty, this is you're just being mean. But then the other band's like, no, dude, this is hilarious. So it's like, okay, we've got half the room. There we go. On, on board. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's all you. That's need. what you want. Yeah, that's what you that's want. That's what you want, dude. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Ty. Yeah. You are a character, bro. I mean, seriously, it, it just is. I don't know. It is what it is. We're out here being weird. It's not. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you said it. I don't have anything to add to that. I'm I'm, a, I'm certainly a character. I feel like. I feel like people would like want to watch me as like a character on a TV show because I'm compelling, but like you don't <laughs> want to actually like spend like ho like Homer Simpson. Like everyone loves Homer. He's fucking hilarious, but like he he's a fucking drunk idiot asshole. No one actually would like want to be friends with him. So so that's that's me, dude. You heard it first, Itai Levy. Lev. Lev. There's no I. Oh shit, I fucked that up. People always fuck it up. Like one of the girls I lost my virginity to, she was one like One of the girls? <laughs> what the fuck, Itai? She one was like, Itai, like Italy, Italy. Like, There's no L. Like like I, I was losing my virginity. It's like you can call me whatever you want. If you want me to be Italy, that's fine. But there's no L. People they had the I or the L or it's just Itai Lev. That's it. Itai Lev. That's it. That's a good comedian name though. I guess, yeah. I yeah. feel like uh, some people have like a really long ass ethnic name. Yeah. I don't have to, I do have an ethnic name, but it's short. So like, that's okay. We'll, we'll keep it in there and you can just, uh, yeah, learn about some Judaism. I don't know. <laughs> how did your, uh, how does like the stuff that you're challenged with now two years in, how is that different from kind of the stuff that you were challenged six months in? Uh, I think now it is all me trying to get tangible results in the business side of it. And it has mm. almost nothing to do with the writing. I know that if I don't don't get me wrong, like I don't think I'm a god or anything. I'm still learning. But you're confident with yeah, it. Yeah, this is not my final form. But I am confident that if I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm gonna continue to succeed and continue to get better at this. So now it's like, okay, but like how many views did this get? Of those views, how many people actually converted to followers? Right, right. Are any of them actually going to go to a show in LA? Right. How soon can I quit Firehouse Subs? <laughs> That's the shit that is stressing me out. Right, right. I don't plan to be a billionaire from this or there's right. no money in this. But if I just had a Patreon and I was able to make rent and quit Firehouse subs and just do this full time, but like I live in a box, like that's fine, dude. That's the dream. Mm -hmm. Fuck, I'm tired of seeming meats and cheeses. Yeah. That, that is what I'm focusing on, you know? Uh, not so much like, oh, does this joke work? Right. Yeah. And what are some of the steps that you're taking towards that goal? Uh, I think I need to, I'm uploading on Instagram there consistently. You there you go. Uh, if, I, if something doesn't hit, I just take it down. Mm. No one needs to see it. I could work on it again. I could mm. reuse it. I could make it better. Uh, so it, it's just gone. But if something goes viral, then it'll slowly build my following, and I'll leave that one up. And you, and then, yeah, I mean, 
I'm just doing shit. I'm trying to build my online presence, and also, as you said, people are starting to know me in the scene. Right. I'm starting to try to use that, like just just be an annoying asshole. Like, I I just reached out to my first booker. Yeah. Literally not too long ago. I mean, you just got to be annoying consistently. Yeah. Uh, that's the only way these these wheels are turned. Yeah. Well, in terms of your social media, I just think you just need to post more, honestly, because once people start seeing that you've been you've been doing this and this yeah. is what you do, I they're more I inclined to, to follow more. you. What's hesitant, what I'm hesitant is that, like, I don't want to crap out a bunch of jokes I don't stand by mm. so that I could post every day. I do two gotcha. videos a week, and if I feel like if I was trying to do one a week, the quality of the jokes would just suffer. Right. That's why I'm working on supplemental content. Right, which... Would, like this. Okay. The Benz and I are working on a podcast. Great. I don't want to do... Comedians talking comedy. I think I think that niche is well covered right. by other people like yourself. I want to well, do not something. even by me, dude. Not, I mean, okay, a yeah, brain in the fucking, some other people. Yeah, yeah, but like I want to do some weirdo shit, and then that could be supplemental to the. I'm working on a comic book that could be supplemental. I do need to post more. I I, I do think if I was yeah. pumping out the jokes for one a day, it would just be like you tie this. This sucks, and would I you, don't want that. Would you do skits and stuff like that? Maybe I was doing that a little bit. I, I don't like sketch that much. It's just not my jam. I would rather yeah. write a feature or a pilot. Uh, yeah. That is funny, but yeah, I mean, you just you just got to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm like you, basically, where I just took the pandemic and wrote a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. What are some of the story? Like, what's your feature about? Uh, I don't really like to talk about it. Got you. That's uh, fine. They're they're just so polished. If I was gonna totally if fine. I was gonna talk to someone, yeah. I would want them to sign an NDA. Yeah, because like this that that is more my life's. I mean, I'm 25, but like that's that, your that's, life's work. That's what I've been working on the hardest. The comedy that I'm doing on stage is the, is the new like oh yeah I'm just I'm just fucking around. Right. But like if you want to read like the the pilots like you sign an NDA because this is valuable. All or, of them are comedy. Or will though. be someday. Yeah, all of them are comedy. Or basically. usually. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do like a really like sardonic drama with like gallows humor or whatever. Okay. But to, but to me like the line between like, like a Coen Brothers movie. Kind yes. Of, right. Okay. To okay. me the, the line between something like twisted dark movie or like everyone dies or whatever and a comedy it's a very thin line the line between laughter and horror is very thin so and you're trying to you're yeah like when they wrote line. texas chainsaw the original one like they would keep it in the script if they thought it was fucking hilarious it's like yeah and then he hits him with the mallet and then we'll play like the pig sounds you know and they're laughing about it it's like okay but when we film it it'll be horrifying it's Holy almost shit, the really? same it's the line is very thin that's why whenever a tragedy happens, it's like you can make this a joke if you ease people into it, you know? Oh, yeah, it's, dude. It's, it's the, almost the same. That's kind of like where – because my writing – I don't know what my writing was up until I wrote my feature. My feature is basically uh, two old folks escape a care home to have one last night out in Las Vegas. Okay. And, and you're from Vegas, right? Yeah, and okay, I used so. to work as a caretaker. Okay. So I just, you know, write what you so know, right? So it's like lived in yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. exactly. And it's I, – I, and then – I wrote a couple drafts, and then I started really getting into the Coen Brothers, which I love them the whole time. Yeah, I, mean, I really started getting like their comedy. They're geniuses. Dude, I think that they're the, one of the only directors working in Hollywood where I want to see what they are doing. Absolutely. I mean, anytime Hollywood does something cool, it's because auteur directors got something like got away with something. Mm, you know, I see. They got yeah. away with something, or there was some low budget indie thing or B genre movie where they had creative freedom and they accidentally did something creative. Because right. Hollywood like is Tarantino almost yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, Hollywood. Tarantino was a great director, but he is complicit in so much shit. I mean, his entire career 
is from is from fucking uh, Harvey Weinstein. That's yeah. his best friend. There's yeah. no way he didn't know everything that exactly, was going on. Exactly. Like you're a scumbag. Like if I saw exactly. him, I would be like, yeah, dude, I fucking love Pulp Fiction. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, Almost kill Uma Thurman. Like I agree. he 100% part of the toxic Hollywood problem. I'm gonna see the critic. Or whatever he's making. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna yeah. see it, and absolutely. then I'm and then I'm gonna say that he's a scumbag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another thing yeah. I want to bring up. You, so you have this like the laugh, uh-huh. right? Is that a f- is that like you expressing being uncomfortable? Because you'll you'll do a joke, and when it doesn't hit, that laugh will come out. I think I have to just because um, I, I'm laughing at myself. I think mm. if if something if something goes wrong, it's my fault. And then I think it's funny, like, oh yeah, autistic Eta is trying to be human, and it didn't work. And that's be that's funny. To, that's funny to me. I think it's funny. That is a that that is a real sincere laugh. I think me fucking up is just like so pathetic that I find it funny. It's like, oh wow, you really you really thought that was gonna make people laugh, Eta, you fucking idiot. And that's funny. <laughs> I see that. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I just thought it was like a tick where it's like you maybe you feel uncomfortable. I mean, and then it, it just I, comes th- out. I think it is a tick. I don't think about, but that's where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. I mean, it, honestly, it, it, I think that's just part of it. It's part of who I am. Yeah, I don't know. It's Again, not, unique. It's, yeah, it's, right. Yeah. Like you're you're laugh. The only time you're laughing at yourself is when you're fucking bombing. Yeah, and it's exactly. a genuine laugh. And, and and you gotta get to the point where bombing it doesn't matter anymore. Right. Like, you, it doesn't. If you kill or if you bomb, I'm going to firehouse subs afterwards. You know, <laughs> like nothing has really changed. You uh, so basically, like, if you were to give yourself any uh, advice six months in. What would that advice be? Write more? What would I would say uh, to kind of speed up the yeah, process? I, guess. I, w- I would say that you can kill jokes more. You can kill bits more. Because if I get like a chuckle out of like this five minute bit and the rest of it isn't working, like some people would be like, well, I, I can salvage this. I was like, move on to something else. And then maybe a, like in six months, it'll just come back to you. And it's like, and this is how yeah. I do that thing that wasn't working because now I've built this context. Or whatever. So I think uh, keep writing new shit, uh, abandon shit that isn't working, and then come back to it when you know what you're doing. Shelve it. Shelve, shelve it. it. Yeah. Exactly. You shelve it. Uh, you'll come back and it'll be better than it was. You just got to keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm about to end it here. For sure. Uh, you obviously talk about not wanting to tour and being more so selling one of your pilots. Is that kind of like the end goal to where you can work in Hollywood as well as do I think that, stand-up? Yeah, I think I want to be that guy who's like, oh, yeah, Itai just did this limited series, and it was this weird thing that the internet is talking about, but then also, like, he just did a set at the store or whatever. That's the dream. Yeah. I, that might be 10 years out, 20 years out. Maybe I'll never make it, but that is yeah. what I'm trying to do. And do you think that the autism has helped you in a way, at least? I think the autism had made me un- – is make- I can't speak. I think the autism makes me unique. I do not think I'm a good comedian because I am autistic. I think I am a good comedian who is autistic. And that's just part of it. That's not the source of it. I think it plays in though, dude. I, I, I think there's something special there's with, pa- with pa- I mean, I don't think there are that many people who are like, I'm an autistic comedian. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And, and, and uh, it's just true, you know? If I didn't mention it, everyone would be like, something is off with this guy. So that's just part of the act, I guess. Yeah. Well, Itai, dude, I appreciate you yeah, coming I mean, on the pod, dude. Fun. This yeah. is great, yeah, dude. I'd, yeah, I'd be down to do it again. session, you know, yeah. like theory, <laughs> craft, uh, you know, like, yeah. I mean, it was fun, though. <laughs> Let's let the people know where they can find you on the socials. Yeah, okay. So I'm uh, at Itai Love Writer on Instagram. And I think TikTok, I think it's the same. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay, for yeah. sure, There's going to be Patreon soon, but it's not up yet. It's you ever think be- about doing YouTube, maybe? Yeah, you know, I started uploading some of my shorts to there, 
and I'm starting to think that uh, I can start putting some of the larger bits. Now I'm starting to do larger bits. No one wants to watch a reel if it's more than right. 20 seconds. Exactly. That's probably probably going to pivot to YouTube. The reels do, like the shorts do, that I upload to Instagram and TikTok do fine on YouTube, so I'll probably right. start doing lo longer form content there. Yeah, but... Um, that's what I got for now. That's where that's where I am. Well, for sure, dude. Well, this was a really interesting conversation. Yeah, dude. Time. I, mean, it was I appreciate fun. your. It was fun to be on. I appreciate your comedy. I appreciate you for who you are as a person, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Very fun conversation. Thank you. Uh, everyone, thank you again for watching and listening. Until next one. All right.